0: Just call. Chopped and screwed, screwed yeah, and yeah, chopped. chopped. That's and that's crushed. what I call yes. my favorite sexual maneuver. Chopped and screwed, and screwed. Right. screwed and chopped. That's like uh, more like Ted Bundy's favorite sexual maneuver, <laughs> <laughs> or <More laughs> Henry Lee Lucas. I love living on the internet. I love why? lock and roll. It's cool drink of water. Split the when oh, no, I was doing the. Um, I love. Living in the city, you know, the fear song Oh. Because I'm punk rock. I don't listen to them classic rock jams. I listen to <laughs> other boomer music. <laughs> hey, punk rock hasn't been popular in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. My chemical romance back on the Oh, I ancora. will fucking kill you. <laughs> they're not punk, <laughs> they're not emo, they're not goth. I don't know what. What the fuck happened to kids on the internet who don't know how to correctly categorize things? <laughs> but just because you listen to my chemical romance doesn't make you goth. Sorry, I'm a gatekeeper. <laughs> I think the of, um, last punk like, punk band, and I use this very loosely, was like Blink One Eighty Two, and I don't think there's been a popular one since then. Um, yeah, that might have been the last. Well, you, the late '90s was like the last gasp of punk, and it, unfortunately, it was all that fucking Orange County pop punk bullshit. Obviously, there's still a lot of great punk bands that have come out since then. Punk's still a thriving, like punkish community, people. yeah. But it's not like can ever be popular again. It doesn't seem like. Um, speaking of the internet and how cool it is, and how I love living on it, uh, something real interesting happened this week on the on the old Twitter. I'm it's, Sean. I That's can't Kyle. believe. It's just been a week. There's just been and sometimes there's weeks I just feel like whole decades have happened. Well, I feel like a lot too. When I don't write with you during the week, it feels like the week goes a lot slower. Oh yeah, I was also sick this week, so time was time. Time was really just a construct of man. This is, this week for me, I was just falling asleep. <laughs> As opposed to the other weeks where it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's go over some of the dumber movie stuff first. Uh, Parasite, best picture. Pretty cool. Did you ever watch Parasite? Yeah, I watched Parasite. It was really good. Oh, yeah. Parasite's a good movie.
1: Uh, um, hey,
0: you know that the rich people weren't so bad in that movie or something. And Is that what you're going to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about all the really bad takes people have about uh, Parasite um, now that it's become mainstream enough that uh, people Normies are watching, are watching it. it? Yeah. <laughs> normies. Please don't normies. say Normies. I fucking hate that word. I, you know what I mean, but, like, you know, the, the regular... <laughs> the <But> normies. <laughs> all right, basic You sound bitches. like a... Uh, you need to use the word normie. I want to punch you. Basic bitches. That's better. Yeah. But you know what I mean, just the real vanilla crowd. Yeah. Not to say parasites. I'm the... Oh, real. it's a hidden indie gem or anything. But <laughs> At this point, mean? it definitely isn't. It, you know what I mean? It takes... It, it has legs. It, it, it re- It's reaching a wider audience now, basically, but... um. So yeah, there's the people that don't seem to understand the, the class conflict in the movie, and it's not because I, I, there's it's not subtle, you know what I mean? It's not like they misinterpreted it because it's too subtle or anything. It's just they're either willfully ignored maybe or they are. Maybe it is dumb. too subtle. I mean, it's too subtle if you're really dumb, I guess. And then the other one is uh, people complaining that it only won because the Oscars are too woke. So they had to choose a foreign <laughs> film. <laughs> like <the big> guy, <laughs> how many uh, women were nominated for best director, Kyle? I I don't know. None. None. <laughs> they well, Sal woke Not to be that guy, but um, the only movies directed by women that were good this year are the kind of movies that aren't going to appeal to the Oscar audience. So I mean, well, the I mean, parasite you know, doesn't appeal to the Oscar audience no, either. Like you know, I you know kind of mean? Surprise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They might so. have done it performatively, anyways, because Oscars are just kind of a joke. But uh, it's a lot of people who are pissed that the Joker didn't win Best Picture are like, well, well, why would we care about this Korean movie that addresses all the things that the Joker tries to address but does a better job? Yeah, I mean, like, the Joker does not try to address <laughs> fucking the class. Everybody that's saying the Joker is a movie about uh, economic uh, issues and class consciousness and uh, austerity, uh, it's like the Thinnest fucking, yeah, it's just a little <laughs> take slap, on slapdash paint job on a boring superhero movie that just copied Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Thank you, Carl. it's lazy. <sighs> uh, got other good stuff as far as film and media go Stranger Things 4, uh, they released a teaser, yeah. Hopper's back, he's in a gulag. I knew he was a prisoner, everybody knew it, yeah. But remember in the 80s when Russians were bad guys? yeah, yeah, remember the 80s, yeah, Russia. Bad guys, <laughs> Yeah. The <and> Cold War. <laughs> what are they going to do when they get to, like, 91 and the Berlin Wall comes down? Uh, Reagan will be the bad guy. There's no way the show's going to last. <laughs> no, they've well, they got one more season after this. At, they at, only at had best. one season. No, like, I mean, like, they're for sure, they're only going to do one more. The kids are getting too old. Yeah. They're, there's just not any... There's already They've already stretched the material so thin. I don't God, know if it's real thin. For remember what's going on. Like, fucking... It's like butter scraped over too much bread. And what is it? There's fucking Lovecraftian alternate dimension or whatever. But like now, what happened to that shit? Yeah, now, now even the it's Russians like, are involved. Yeah, like none it's of this, geopolitical. None of it makes sense. It's all just fucking dumb. Um, good news, though. Green Knight. Did you see the trailer for the Green Knight? Nope. Oh, man. You should watch it. Looks like it's probably going to be the best film of all time. I don't know if I should believe you or not. It's, hard to um, right now. it's got Dev Patel in it playing Sir Gawain, Gawain who's the, uh, as we all know, the nephew of King Arthur. He has to go on an adventure to slay the Green Knight. Uh, it's directed by David Lowry, who did A Ghost Story, and Ain't Them Body Saints, which are two of my favorite movies of, like, the last 15 years. But, um, no, you got to watch the trailer. It looks fucking dope. It is A24, though, and they're really good at cutting trailers, so... <laughs> Who knows if, It's if, a trick <laughs> I honestly don't think It's a trick Just because David Lowry Lowry is a really good director And it just looks uh, Visually um, Satisfying So I think it's probably Going to be the greatest movie Of all time Oh did you see the trailer For the new Wes Anderson movie The French Oh the G- French, G- French G- The French Dispatch Dispatch Yeah it looks pretty good Looks like Wes Anderson I'm in it Go see it I like Wes Anderson It's got like Fucking everybody in it It's got all Wes Anderson's crew and the new people—it's got like Timothy Chalamet in it. Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, the God. Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, yeah, that uh, French French Canadian, French American. I don't know. He's he's you know North nope. American, but he's got a French name. People seem to like him. He's been um, in a few good movies, I guess. Um, big thing though, as far as film goes this week, and it also. Crosses over into why the internet is fucking ridiculous. Is uh, uh, very beginning of this week, uh, one of the of Trap House boys, oh god, um, posted an image from uh, uh, Pasolini and Sala of a torture scene and equated it to like uh, Buddha Judge's campaign falling apart. Hmm. And so immediately people had to act like they knew about Pierre Paul of Pasolini and Salo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes I am of course very familiar with this film um, <laughs> I'm familiar with the works of Pablo Naruto <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's so, what I think right. <laughs> yeah what's great about it to me is I mean, of course there are people that know about Salo because it's definitely one of those movies where you go on the internet and you're like oh shocking movies Salo, Faces Serbian of death. film yeah shit like that so there are people that are familiar with Salo there's people familiar with Pasolini of course but the general um say, political wonks and uh, just dweebs that exist on Twitter. I'm sure in general, a majority of them are not familiar with Pasolini or Salah. And I just love that so that they could get their hot takes in during, you know, the two day period that it was uh, a big, big news story. They they had to engage with Pasolini and (laughs) Salah. Like, I need to quickly become an expert on this shit so I can have an opinion. This is wonderful, like, it's great, because that means, like, Salo and Pasolini are getting attention. Like, there's no reason for any of that to be in um, the cultural zeitgeist right now. It's all just because one asshole posted, like, a meme referencing Salo, and now just tons of people have to, like, invest time into uh, finding out what Salo is. Yeah, no, someday I want to have that kind of power. Yeah, like, this <laughs> <laughs> is great, like, fucking, there people f- probably just now found out about the Marquis de Sade. Because of this. It's fucking the internet rules, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, I'm making fun of the disingenuousness of a lot of people on both sides. I will both sides this issue. I'm sure there's tons of people that are not familiar with Sala. But um, I just love it. I just fucking love it that they're like fucking... Oh, man, now I have to learn about some weird shit. <laughs> just so I can have a, a political opinion. Uh, the thing is, a lot of people who support... Uh, you can Pete, also just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. The thing a lot of people <laughs> who, who support uh, Pete Booty Judge thought it was somehow homophobic, which is great. That was just them showing their ass that they didn't know what Salah was. <laughs> so that's... Uh, right off the bat, that was great. And then other people having to engage and learn about Salah just so they could talk shit on Twitter it's equally. just wonderful. I fucking love the internet. I love... Living on the internet. We didn't watch any of that shit this week. We watched The Serpent and the Rainbow. From Wes Craven, director of A Nightmare on Elm Street, comes a story of the forbidden world between life and death. Ah! There's a door to the mystical. And you just walk through it. Somebody brought him back from the grave. And I want to know how they did it. Death is not the end. I'll take your soul. You think you can take these people's secrets and just walk away? In the shadows of the imagination ah! lies the ultimate nightmare. Don't let them bury me. I'm not dead. The serpent and the rainbow. Let me uh, let me narrate uh, the serpent and the rainbow for you, real quick. Bill Pullman already does. <laughs> <laughs> fucking annoyed like the narration in this movie is not a replacement for uh, whatever scenes they cut out (laughs) yeah so the original cut this movie had to be like two hours long originally right no it was like around three hours yeah that makes way more sense yeah and uh, Wes Craven was like I don't know it's too talky I don't know if general audiences are gonna like it and the studio was like we agree (laughs) let's put in narration (laughs) (laughs) let's make it like Blade Runner Apparently, so last time I watched this movie, it was only a few years ago, but I was like high as shit at the time. Yeah, uh, that would help. So I only remembered like the cool psychedelic dream parts, I think, because when I watched it uh, last night or the night before, I was like, "Mm, this is pretty boring anytime he's not like hallucinating. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I was so high and my memory was so foggy about it. That I equated it to being like a psychedelic journey, like fucking watching the Holy Mountain or something. <laughs> <But> no, <this laughs> That's is, not bad at this at all. <clears throat> not quite. It's um kind of just a mainstream uh, thriller, right? Yeah, it's like a... It's uh intrigue. Yeah, it's like a real Stephen King-esque. Like, yeah. We got some King stuff going here, guys. Yeah, this is Stephen King sort of thing. Uh, so it doesn't, nothing about the film or the costuming or the filmmaking itself sets it firmly in the eighties. You know what I mean? It's not one of those movies where it's like, oh, this is the eighties, but some of like the attitudes about the concept of the film and what's going on with it definitely seem pretty outdated, right? Yeah. I guess we'll talk about it more. (laughs) Set it up, um. An anthropologist goes to Haiti after hearing rumors about a drug used by black magic practitioners to turn people into zombies, which is already incorrect. Uh, voodoo is not black magic, so fuck that one up. I think they just mean that it's practiced by black people and it's magic. Oh, black magic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. See? It's just literal. What's great about this movie, it, to me, is a little theory I was cooking up while I was watching it. And I was like, all right, this movie came out in 88. Say maybe it starts airing on HBO in 90, 91 and uh, maybe Vincent Kennedy McMahon catches it on HBO <laughs> <speedo. laughs> now give me a Papa Shango <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think this is where the origin of the Papa Shango gimmick came from maybe because <laughs> there's a the guy that's dressed as um, one of the Loas. you see him a couple times in the beginning especially I think he's Papa Legba and I could just see Vincent Kennedy man, and be like oh man this spooky black people shit oh yeah this is gonna be a yeah, from Papa the Shango. darkest yeah. continent now because um, it's like wow, dark soul what else would, like, fucking be going on around the time for Vince McMahon to think of a voodoo gimmick? I'm for sure he watched this movie or something. I do remember as a kid, like, around, like, the late 80s, early 90s, like, voodoo becoming, like, like kind of a touchstone in pop culture. Really? Yeah. I can't remember anything else going on at the time. I, I do. Voodoo related. And It's all vague mm. in my memory, so maybe I'm, uh, misremembering. Yeah, voodoo's cool, though, so, you know, I guess misappropriate it for a cheesy gimmick on the WWF. (laughs) Just like everything the WWF does. No class. That's what you got? No No class. class. You're like school on Sunday. (laughs) No class. No class. (laughs) Um, Aside from the origin of Pop Shango, we do have some uh, wonderful cast of characters in here. We have the president of Earth, Bill (laughs) Pullman. Today we celebrate our Our Independence Independence Day. I'm gonna start smoking a pack a day after this, all right? He just, yeah, just talk lower. Uh, um, grab my <laughs> throat. He, in this film, he plays a white zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got him. White Zombie, of course, is a band that's named after a film called White Zombie. That's probably like really the first zombie movie, and it has to do with voodoo zombies. Uh, so it's not zombie, obviously, Night of the Living Dead is what the, the ghouls, fleshy and zombies all came from, but first zombie movie, technically, I believe, is White Zombie, and it's about voodoo zombies. So a long tradition here, Serpent in the Rainbow. Serpent in the Rainbow, of course, that refers to, what is it, serpent, is he- Earth, and then the rainbow is Heaven. Yeah, we gotta have, like, uh, like both written narration and also mm-hmm. some expl. <laughs> Just to give you a little idea. But really, we, I think it's this is just about a gay snake. <laughs> this movie about gay snake. It's gay snake. Gay snake, the movie. That's what they build it as in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else we got? We got Kathy Tyson. She's the hot local single. She's not local. She is not Haitian. <laughs> not at all. That's the thing is. Um, I'm guessing because of like genetic drift. Generally, the um island peoples is all. Look, like have very dynamic, like looks and uh, features and accents and stuff. And she, when she comes on screen, it's like, Man, you're not Haitian. I know you're not Haitian. <laughs> so I checked it out. She's uh, half uh, Trinidadian and then half English. Oh, yeah. Wow. That explains what. Yep. And then the hero of the film, as far as I know, Bill Pullman? <laughs> oh, no. It's Zakes Moke. Oh. The, the oh. He's the evil. He's like, I guess he's the antagonist in the film. But he's got a cool gold tooth, and he seems like the best actor, and I think he's great. He wasn't acting. but check it out. He's this actually guy, a dark wizard. This guy is also way more interesting than fucking Bill Pullman. So he's born in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, he was trained at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and became one of the most distinguished thespians in South Africa for over two decades. He's one of the few actors capable of crossing the divided racial sections punctuated by his collaborations with white writer Afol Fugard. He's also in Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn. But I um, him, yeah, he if seems I'm badass. It was, be hard for him. He to is 100% be. the best actor in that movie. Yeah, and just thinking about how hard it must have been for him to be successful in apartheid South Africa. Fucking nuts. We also got Paul Winfield, who plays Lucien Celine. We're going to see him again. He's in a bunch of stuff. And then Brent Jennings is Mozart, and he's more of a TV guy. But he looks familiar. I'm sure I've seen him in other shows. Oh, he's probably. And then finally, to round out the cast, we have some other white dudes who play honkies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legitimately, like, hey, go on down to the, you know. You came back from the deepest South Africa with medicines and plants and no one else could do it. And I didn't care if you rode on the back of a jaguar or you came in a jaguar. 200 miles out of the Amazon so we can exploit the resources of the indigenous people. I love it. We're sending you back to do it again, you dirty cinema. bitch. You son of a bitch, we're sending you to Haiti to see if you can disrupt that shit. Uh, speaking of which, due to political strife and civil civil turmoil in Haiti during the production local government informed the film crew that they could not guarantee the safety for the remainder of the shoot. So the crew subsequently ran away to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, that's nearby. Isn't that uh, like the King of Comedy was uh, supposed to take place in Haiti, but they filmed it in like, Ghana because it was uh, 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 political strife. King of Comedy? King of Comedy is not what I'm thinking of. The James Earl Jones movie. not. Like... Wait, is that King of Comedy is the... Uh... That's Robert De Niro's Corsese. What's the other one? The shit. In addition to that, the author, Wade Davis, agreed to sell the book rights on the condition that Peter Weir direct and Mel Gibson star. Wow, you Um, got screwed. Neither of those things (laughs) happened, so... Does does he get the book rights back or what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how does that work, the legality of it? (laughs) Like, is that actually in the, like... (laughs) In the script? I don't know. Or, like, yeah, is that in the contract they signed? Like, well... No, oh, it's just the comedians. That's the way it's called. Damn it, oh. with Alec Guinness and Alec Guinness. That's Obi Wan. <laughs> You're right. It is, and other things. Um, yeah. So this is a spooky voodoo movie. It's Wes Craven at his finest. In that, there's a bunch of really cool psychedelic, like spooky scenes, and then a lot of uh, middling sort of uh, dialogue. And- <laughs> 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 uh, it's one of those movies where. Um, It's not outright offensive about Haitian culture, but it just seems pretty out of touch. That might have a lot to do with the book and shit, too. Well, the book is nonfiction, right? Correct. We're going to talk about the book in a second. um, It's just... uh Whoa, we're going down to spooky Haiti where everything's real spooky. The thing that got me was, like, yeah, Lucian. He's like, I'm a voodoo nightclub owner, man. <laughs> that's badass, though. Like, what a job to have, voodoo nightclub man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just the, the, the um, how prevalent everyone or how talented everyone is voodoo. Like, that seems like that's all that's going on in Haiti is voodoo. Everyone's a voodoo guy. And then... <laughs> I mean, there's parts where, like, you can see, like, they Well, kinda, didn't you hear a voodoo... Uh, Haiti's 110% voodoo. Yeah. There, there's parts where you tell they like, scamming the tourists and shit. And I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then, of course, we got uh, our white hero who, for some reason, was supposed to sympathize with him. But, you know, me, being a far lefty or whatever, I was like, man, this piece of shit going down there there is still, like, indigenous secrets for a major pharmaceutical company. This <laughs> garbage. I hope he dies. <laughs> That <laughs> our hero should kill him, Zacky Smoke. baby Doc. Oh, well, what's his character's name? I don't remember. Him. He's just badass. He wasn't. He didn't really seem like much of a hero. He's going around killing a lot of people. Yeah, but I mean, as long as he doesn't support the pharmaceutical industry, He's <laughs> <laughs> out there trying to get Lucian's uh, nightclub performers to kill each other. Yeah, and then of course Bill Pullman goes down there and he meets up with the hot local single. They fall in love or something? I don't know. No, that that was really kind of... yeah. It's very thin. The whole thing is thin. Yeah, it's a honestly disappointing watch, especially from Wes Craven. It's like, come on, you should have really leaned into it and made this shit weird as fuck. If you're going to be like, all right, we're going down to spooky old Haiti, then fucking make it weird. Get real (laughs) weird with it. But it is 1988. People weren't ready to experiment with being buried alive and shit. (laughs) I feel like I could remake this movie and make it like way, way more disturbing. But would you want to? It's the real question. Is there anything here to really make? I don't know if I'd want to because uh, that whole thing is like the who wants to perpetuate like the misunderstanding of voodoo. You know what? What's Caribbean? Like <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Is like that's really like outdated thought process. Yeah. It's like, oh man, they get down. They got the zombies and the dancing and the mind control and.
1: They're out Ooh. there killing and
0: resurrecting people and you know, keeping each other in soul jars and shit. Yeah, you know, those oh, those crazy Haitians, they're, they're not like us, huh? <laughs> it's a different world down there. They're doing Catholicism wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that may have a lot to do with the book. So let's talk about the book. The script by Richard Maxwell and Adam Rodman is loosely based on the nonfiction book of the same name by ethnobotanist Wade Davis, wherein Davis recounted his experience in Haiti investigating the story of Clarvius Narcissa, who was allegedly poisoned, buried alive, and revived with an herbal brew which produced what was called a zombie. A zombie. A zombie. A zombie. 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 Was his okay. name Shirley Manson? What? Cranberries? Her yeah. her name is Shirley Manson? Um, the actual full title of the book is a serpent in the rainbow a harvard Scientist's astonishing journey into the secret societies of haitian voodoo zombies and magic oh my god it's like one of those 18th century titles yeah it sounds like you this is some bitch shit this is the guy who wrote this wade davis he sounds like the biggest wiener <laughs> you hear that wade wade davis you fucking wiener you're probably dead now it's been 40 years the book presents the case of Clairvius Narcissa, a man who had been a zombie for two years. Oh shit, two that's years? That's a long time to be a zombie. As showing that the zombie... I'm a reformed zombie! Uh, it showed that the zombification process was more likely the result of complex interaction of tetrodotoxin, a powerful hallucinogenic plant called Datura, and cultural forces and beliefs. I guess that's kind of explored in the movie, right? Yeah. Or they're like, well, it actually only lasts for 12 hours, and... Mostly, he's just all fucked up from being buried alive. <laughs> it's probably just a brain dead from you know or not not having enough oxygen. Yeah, brain damage. That's the thing too is uh, Christoph the, the 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 zombie from the beginning of the movie who shows up again living in the cemetery. How did he get out? Did he just have to dig himself out? Well, they say like someone must have dug him out. Mm. Like I think that's one of the, like a throwaway line in the movie. But yeah, so he's pretty messed up after it, and I guess that makes sense if you do have the um. Cultural beliefs that are like ingrained into you to believe in zombies and shit. And someone does that to you, you'd probably wake up and be like, Fuck, I'm a zombie. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. They got me. That's like if I'm ever in Haiti and someone grabs my arm, I'm not turning around because I know I'm going to get zombie juice (laughs) in my face. Blast you with the zombie powder. Not zombie juice. Zombie juice is one of the the rappers from Five Bush Zombies. (laughs) (laughs) He'd never do that to you. He'd just give you some like sour diesel. Did I ever tell you, um, the like idea for like a weed commercial I had, nope. so, like the, it, was, it was if weed ever became recreationally legal like nationwide, and so the now like dispensaries are gonna have to start promoting their like brands or their different strains or whatever. Right, they'd have to have like commercials for it. You know? Obviously, I know how capitalism works. Yeah, so it was like what, it would be like someone pulling up to a gas pump, and they'd like take out the pump, put it in their mouth, and hit the diesel button. And then they'd suck on it, and then they'd blow out this huge cloud of smoke. That's some sour (laughs) diesel. I love it. Print it. (coughs) Yeah, that's some good shit, right? You're hired. Good shit, good shit. Yeah, I should be a marketing man like in Mad Men. (laughs) Be like, hey, toots, give me another... What do they drink? Highballs? Harvey Wall Climber. (laughs) Um, no, they drink old fashioned. Old fashioned, right? yeah. that's fucking bullshit. Old fashions are good, are they? Yeah, they're but they're, they're, they're like you gotta like put a lot of work in making them. That's right? why you don't make them. Oh, <laughs> nah, I'm just like pff, gin and tonic, please. That's a lot of work in gin and tonic. Gin and dude. tonic. There's no, there's not. You put, you put. Ice you gotta cut it. a lime. No, you don't. Fuck that shit. Here's how you do it. You put I. You First put of all, it's not. If there's no lime in it, it's not gin and tonic. You find the biggest cup you can find. You get a handful of ice. You throw it in there. You pour gin into it until the ice is all floating. And then you put tonic in it. You're good to go. <laughs> you throw a whole lime into it. <laughs> a whole, you throw it in there with force. And then your girlfriend's sister comes home and she's like, "Hey, I got this promethazine cough syrup." And then you pour that into your gin and tonic. And you get real fucked up. And then <laughs> then you're 33 year old, 33 years old with tachycardia, heart palpitations. <laughs> What's it from? I don't know. It's the two Cops times, probably the two times I did heroin. The time I was selling Xanax and taking a lot of it. Is it from the cough syrup? Who knows? Yeah, I didn't treat my body right in my twenties. No one does. Yeah, I mean, that's like the time you're most powerful. You may as well like just deteriorate <laughs> yourself. Yeah, if I hadn't done that, I'd be unstoppable now. People wouldn't be able to stop me. So it's a good thing I did that. Otherwise, I'm taking over the world at this point. Good thing I. Uh, kneecapped myself with drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be out here just punching people in space. Yep, that's probably exactly what happened. I'd probably be the king of voodoo at this point. <laughs> Fucking voodoo king. I know uh, exactly as much about voodoo as, as the makers of The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, I know just as much as Wade Davis, Wes Craven, all of them combined. I have a Grigory uh, bag in my room. Ooh. One of my friends made it for me a long time ago. Um, she is not white. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to get that—that <laughs> that makes it better. Yeah, just, just not be accused. She's Asian. No, not be accused. She's from Japan. No, I think she, uh, <laughs> I believe she is uh, Dominican and Haitian. So, the, her name is Tia. I don't and really, Tamara. No Lowry. I was. I don't really talk to her anymore. It's Lowry. been years at this point. But um, they were like we were like getting close for a minute, and it was like, ooh, are we going to date her? And, uh, but we didn't end it up, and I just remember thinking, like... I'm going to put my soul into your jar. Yeah, but I was just thinking more her name was Tia, and like in our family, um, all the kids call their aunts, like, Titi. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's going to fuck the kids' heads. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be okay. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like Tia's auntie anyways. So <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know things didn't work out. It got Gregory gri bag. We had some good times together. Um, now I'm king of voodoo. So that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> According to the book, the assortment of ingredients in Haitian zombie powder include the following. You ready? Yep. Pufferfish. Sweet. Got it. Matter from a corpse. Yep. Uh specifically to Davis Adventure in Haiti, the Bokor, a Haitian shaman, crushed the skull of a deceased infant that had been dead for a month or two. And added it to the poison. So just the skull? I guess the brain would have deteriorated after a couple months, right? Yeah, they were getting that brain juice, that brain powder. No, there's probably brain dust in there. Mmm, fetal brain dust. That's keep a... going. I need, to, I oh, need okay. to know the powder. Are you writing yeah. them down? Yeah. Uh, freshly killed blue lizards. A large dried toad with a dried sea worm wrapped around it. This was prepared beforehand, apparently. So maybe you get those at like the store or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is known as cha cha, which is al bazia, and what is known as the itching pea, which is a certain kind of pea that, um, urine or pee peas or like peas that water you, pee. oh, you know, like, uh, English people eat them all the time, peas. <laughs> they <laughs> also drink a lot of gin and tonics too, which peas. Do they? Gin is an English drink, is it? Yes, oh, but I, um, I drink gin and tonics because, uh, uh, when I was 15, I found out it was F. Scott Fitzgerald and Shane McGowan's favorite drink. So <laughs> I just never matured after that point. <laughs> so I started smoking, too, is because Nick Cave looked cool with the cigarette. And uh, Albert Camus. There's that famous picture of the cigarette. <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool. That's for me. I don't, I, propaganda has no effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Albert Camus looks real cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm coughing because I'm sick. It's probably be the, the sound recording. I don't. The mix is going to be bad on this one. Fuck it. Movie was dumb anyways. Um, what do you think, uh, Wade Davis? You think probably he his his research and his book and everything was like, well accepted by the scientific community? They're probably all like, sounds that sounds legit. What do you think? You think that happened? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh no, you're wrong. <laughs> Your man uh Davis here, he his claims were criticized for a number of scientific inaccuracies. Uh some scientists found little or no toxin in samples provided by Davis so um, well being is that his fault though it's voodoo powder it works um, well <laughs> uh, Davis uh, does not suggest that the zombie powder containing tetrodotoxin was used for maintaining mental slaves but for producing the initial death and resurrection that convinced the victims and those who knew them that they had become zombies the samples he brought back didn't have anything special in them well did, did anybody ever try to blow them in their face that's a good point. Did any of these... They actually test it. Any of these so-called scientists... That's what I'm saying. ...ingest the poison? If they're so sure it's nothing, why don't you take some, you little bitch? That's right. That's like, um... Like Bill Palmer. <laughs> that, uh, fucking... That dude... That that senator or whatever who, like, was like, Ah, oh, fracking water's fine. I'll drink that shit. Oh, yeah, the guy's like, All right, there like, you here go. you go. And he's like, uh, <laughs> uh... That looks like doo-doo water, sir. <laughs> sir, I don't want to drink your doo water. <laughs> You said it was fine. <laughs> um, what I love about this uh, concept, I, I think it is um, actually like a real thing in Haiti, or it was at one point, is the zombie power stuff. There's actual, several reported cases of people being zombified. I mean, I definitely remember watching like some documentaries and i'm using air quotes here yeah i mean uh, i'm probably her. totally wrong and sound like an idiot i didn't do as much research as i needed to this week because i've been hella sick it's like the first time i've been sick in like over a year and it got me pretty bad the worst thing now is um the like fibrous muscle tissue in between my ribs sore. Oh, those intercostal muscles yeah so it's like you know, I just, you know, every time i cough or like turn the wrong way it's like oh feels as bad almost as bad as the time i broke my ribs <laughs> To get back to what the meat of this story, I do like the idea of people uh like Bokors and the voodoo shamans running around blasting people with lami powder, just you know, blowing it into their face, because uh, like that shit that's like fucking the dudes in like the English civil war who used to claim their wizards would do. They'd mash up. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. and blow Hallucinate them, you bitch blow them into people's noses. And then like start talking to them about how they're a wizard and blah, 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 and basically just scam the shit out of them because they got them all tripped out. And like, that shit just seems fun. It seemed like a much more interesting time to be alive. That's like magic does exist until science figures out how it works. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you fucking, imagine how that would be, like, you're you just some peasant from the English countryside, you come from, fucking, I don't know, Devon? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those out- Lancaster's. Yeah, sphere? You're like, oh, fighting for your lord, and then the, this metropolitan sort of wizard man comes up, he's walking at your fun, you know? <laughs> he's got a little, wa- he's got, a, you know, a little swag to him, he's walking like fucking Bart Simpson doing the Bartman, <laughs> he's coming, he's like, Hey, fella, you ever met a wizard before? Except if he says it in a, a London accent. Oi! Oi! Hey, fella, you ever met a wizard before? Except in the 1600s, they probably sound way really different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, from what I've uh, read about uh, accents in the drift, like the Boston accent is closest to what we would, like, the 1700s uh, English accent. Yeah, there's um, uh, a specific play company in England that does a historically accurate accent for William Shakespeare's plays. And they sound like um, cartoon pirates, <laughs> so that's probably what this guy would have sounded like. Yarb yarb hump, hump. I come. I is. i army, the wizard. Look at me, I'm the wizard. i come with the magic mushrooms. Yeah, plus they, you know, they're not too far removed from like Middle English. Yeah, yeah. Probably sound a little bit more nor- northern, you know. Come with the magic mushrooms, <laughs> Scandinavia. Yeah, <coughs> but anyways, yeah, they used to blow um, magic mushrooms into the people's faces and then mm. trick them and shit. <laughs> uh, which you know seems like a good way to operate. I'm guessing you know they, that's how you became rich. You just, that's how that's how people become rich these days. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with Elon Musk? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he's uh, he did the opposite. He like was born into wealth, um, used that wealth to uh, make more and scam people, and then he started doing drugs himself. And he was <laughs> like, "Oh, well, what if people you don't see color the same way I see color? No shit, you don't see colors the same way <laughs> I see colors. <clears throat> I'm 45 and I have big thoughts on the Joe Rogan podcast." <laughs> I smoke one hit of the blunt like a bitch. He looked like a bitch. It hit me up on Twitter. Did you hear uh, his, uh, his album? His, his music? he got music? You didn't hear that? He, he, uh, he's he. got music. Muzak. Muzak? No, that was like, like a synthy oh. thing I heard. <laughs> Leave it to Grimes, buddy. No, don't. Leave it to Grimes. <laughs> don't let her make music anymore, either. <laughs> How dare you, sir? She's been befouled. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it that way. I mean... That that's I don't know. That seems a little bit too negative. She can do what she wants with her life, <laughs> but she does hang out with an idiot, and it kind of makes her like an idiot by proxy. And she also says a lot of really dumb shit, <laughs> so she might just be an idiot. <laughs> Speaking of being idiots, let's talk about the Protestants in Haiti. Haiti, there's fifteen percent of them, uh, maybe I don't know. Well, here's the thing, in Haiti. Catholics often combine aspects of Catholicism with aspects of voodoo. This practice is forbidden by the church and is denounced as diabolical by Haitian Protestants. Oh, the fucking Protestants. Up to the up to no good again, huh? We had Protestants. No one can have ever any, any fun anywhere. What? you're trying to have fun, are you? Are you? Also, it's weird for the church to denounce the practice because um <laughs> the 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 way that voodoo operates, where you like uh, talk to the loa or the spirits to be able to be closer to God, is that's kind of like how the saints operate in Catholicism. So, uh, I mean, that's hey. historically how Catholicism got its hooks into everywhere yeah. is by taking the the local traditions, religion, and just kind of yeah, uh, co-opting like, them. Hey, you got a pantheon of gods? Check out this new pantheon of saints. Hey, guess what? Your gods might be a saint. We don't know. Yeah. Right. Oh, that one's a devil, actually. Let people be. Let them do voodoo. Let them that voodoo. That you do. do that voodoo. Catholicism stuff, but never let them be Protestants, because those guys ruined America. <laughs> oh, I can interpret the Bible any way I want to, but only how I say you can. Snake handling. <laughs> Oh, we're going to travel around in tent churches and molest children. Ah, yes. Protestantism. (laughs) I want to talk about the... Obviously, Catholicism is not better. All religions. (laughs) I'm just trying to... But I just always want to give Protestants a hard time because it's it's like the uh, religion du jour of of, uh, the United States, right? Ah, whatever. Uh, Who's your favorite Loa? I want to talk about my favorite cameo in this movie, and okay. it's, it's Sky Lynx, the Transformer. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. The kid's playing. With them. Yeah, I love that. Well, he he's goes, one of my favorite Transformers as a kid. He goes to hang out with the hunkies, <laughs> and they're like, we love the work you're doing in these these other countries. <laughs> oh, my wife's going crazy cuckoo. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that part was cool, and he's like, oh, just put a wallet in her mouth. It's a seizure. That's <laughs> people used to think you bite your tongue off or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no. That's probably she probably had a stroke. Strokes usually make you eat gra- uh, glass and try to stab his money, right? Mm-hmm. I Bill Pullman's just like, oh, I'm, I gotta go. <laughs> this is a weird scene for me. What's what is this like the foreplay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand white culture anymore. Yeah. I, I've I've spent too much time among the mystical Negroes. No, not only them, brown people too. Oh yeah, he was in the Amazon drinking that Aloha Aska. I assume that's what it's supposed to be. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean sure. It's some vaguely like here white people try this out. Ayahuasca. Not to denigrate ayahuasca or the ceremony at all, it's obviously some real shit for their culture. But um I don't know. I just don't Oh I'm Joe Rogan um, can also talk about it on his podcast. Well yeah, it's just when you see like fucking white liberal dorks on twitter they're like ah oh, i'm on the second day of my ayahuasca journey and we need to vote for liz warren <laughs> and you know weird shit like that <laughs> it's like what this is fucking dumb but then again i don't believe in anything and my life is completely completely bereft of any meaning <laughs> maybe ayahuasca is some sort of a godlike formula you should try was, it maybe you'll know, maybe it'll come to you i mean it's definitely something i would try i've done like every other like psychedelic i wouldn't you, get, you can throw up afterwards yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, you don't, like, care when you're, like, that fucked up. Yeah, I guess that's true. I've thrown up plenty of times doing shrooms and other stuff, and you're just like, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> 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 that's some weird shit, man. This movie's fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, 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 knock, well, yeah. Right at the beginning, like, they, they literally... He has a little conversation with his doctor mentor person about the soul. He's like, where's the soul come from? Is it under the hood next to the carburetor, huh, buddy? <laughs> Got him. And like, that's what this movie's going to be about, the soul. And then they kind of just lightly touch on it like a couple more times throughout the rest of the movie. And like, There's no, this fucking movie sucks. Yeah, you know what else sucks about it, too, is Bill Pullman's just like a little skinny little wiener. You know the best part of the movie is when he gets a spike driven through his testicle. Just to his scrotum, I think. Yeah, I guess. With but that, still yeah. he screamed pretty loud you know honestly that, the people like, pay a lot of money for that that ball torture shit with high heels that's, nice that's, that's all it is. Too, when he did it, was like that ain't nothing and he like wasn't even that upset about it you know, well I mean he screamed like a bitch but then afterwards he's like oh never mind, it was nothing and it's like well I just screamed like that nerd <laughs> well let me travel done. a testicle or a spike through your testicle sack and see how you scream <laughs> I mean if I'm ready for it I don't think it'll bother me <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you for a second all right, I'm going to do it then. <laughs> Piercings and tattoos and being hurt and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I was in the mood for it and prepared for it, I'd just be kind of like, oh, that hurt. But I don't think I'd be like, ah! You know what I mean? Presumably what they did is they pulled the, some of the the, the the skin of a scrotum and just pierced it and drove a spike through it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's not, like, super sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sensitive. There'd probably be a lot of blood, though. I feel like there's a lot of... I don't know. I guess I'll try it out and let you know. Legitimately, if anyone listening to this is like a body modification person or whatever and wants hey, to Please like, let us know. Pierce my scrotum. I'm down to try it out. Let's see what's up. That actually be pretty cool. You can get like a piercing on your balls. I've seen people that have it. I might be all right with that. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up on Twitter or my email. I'll try it out. We'll see what it's like. Um. Speaking of bad movies, you had a review of uh, Conan the Destroyer. You oh, want you want to wanna read it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, new, uh, new segment. We'll read a review, a five-star review from the previous movie we watched. This one here is from uh from Brett. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Here is a movie I know and love. I used to think this was Arnold's most popular movie. Here he is offered a quest by a queen, Sarah Douglas Ooh. from Superman Two. But why request his help if she's only going to go behind his back and betray him? It's very simple. He this guy needs to to describe the plot and explain it to us. Yeah, His job is to help defend the team, help deal with wizards and warriors as well as beasts. Grace Jones is also included as Zula, who gets a little crazy when she's facing an opponent. That's what I loved about her. Oh, well, Bombata is a decoy for a diversion pretending to be a good guy. And slyly, gradually revealing, I think he's, that's supposed to sly. slyly, yeah. <laughs> slyly, gradually revealing the fact that he will eventually turn on Conan. This guy is w- words things very strangely, and at the same time, giving himself an edge to gain a perfect advantage over Conan. Right. And there's a period here for some reason, and buying himself time near the end. Okay, I'll say the movie stands out quite a bit as far as being worth watching and enjoying. Then he figures out that he's been taking a of, <laughs> and must rescue the young princess before she can be sacrificed. Conan the Destroyer is a great movie. It is for all ages, perhaps not all that good for children under 10. I do think Arnold Schwarzenegger, man, you, you're, it's a family movie. Didn't you hear our review last week? It's all over the place. This I do think Arnold Schwarzenegger is at his best. He makes a good choice for a warrior. There is no hesitation from him at all. And if he has to face a beast or enemy. And I think that it's one of the things that makes him so good in any movie. He has the right motive. This is probably about the best action I think you'll get ever from Arnold Schwarzenegger. He brings the action in this movie and doesn't fail at all to please the fans at this movie. Very good script. Very good. Oh, okay. (laughs) In the past, children could watch this movie. This was back in the 80s. But because things are different and there is plenty of bloodshed in parts Mm -hmm. of the movie, Mm -hmm. some parents are not okay with their kids watching this. I would recommend it to anyone over 15. What about the 10 to 15-year-old? Are they maybe? Because he said before, no 10. Now he's like, no, 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 15. (laughs) I've been watching this movie for at least 30 years. It leaves viewers Nonstop. <laughs> it leaves viewers cheering. Period. And Conan is a good hero at the end. It's great any day. He didn't mention Conan's a pedophile. <laughs> no, he probably didn't think about it. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> well, you know, things used to be different in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be like his 15-year-olds. <laughs> wow, how I miss those times. Um I like reading movie reviews and someone's probably gonna be like I actually don't get a lot of feedback on the podcast, so but presumably I can imagine a, <laughs> some at uh, some point someone's gonna be like, <laughs> can imagine a, a hypothetical figure who would give you, me pushback for this statement. But I like reading um just regular ass people's reviews of movies because you get a lot of insight into their personality and their beliefs, like politically and spiritually and all sorts of things. I know a lot of people are like, no, nah, that's bullshit. Well, you can't, but no, obviously. With a review like that, you know what kind of person is writing that review. You know, like, I remember the good days in the 80s when there was blood and blah, blah, blah. And Obviously, they can't keep a coherent thought together. <laughs> basically, you read that review and you're like, this asshole gave it five stars. I know this movie has got to be two stars at best. <laughs> I want to find a five-star review. I better get like a one-star review of a really great movie. Um, that takes as much detail and thought as, like, say, this review did of, of Conan. That's the problem. Is usually the one star reviews you can find for most movies is like, ah, oh, this is trash. End of sentence, I'm really trying to find a, God- a review for Godfather. It's one star. One star. That's uh, that's at least two paragraphs. If you go through the reviews on Shutter, my favorite thing is um, anytime it's a foreign film uh-huh. with subtitles. That will, uh, I- no I need be, English I don't want to read <laughs> yeah invariably be like a handful of uh, reviews comments on the movie they're like garbage it's not even fucking in English why do we want to watch this shit <laughs> which is I'm why like, I'm sure what fuck, people said yeah. about uh, Parasite when it won it's just the craziest shit to me like okay you, you're you on you paid for Shudder which is like a niche yeah. very specific you just want to watch horror movies right so presumably you'd want to watch as many horror movies as possible right and maybe Not if I have to read. Maybe you'd be willing to watch foreign horror movies. Yeah, like, if they're dubbed in English with just, an American cast. I just feel like taking the step to go out of your way to get Shudder should already like preceding that you should already be okay with reading subtitles. <laughs> I just feel like if you're paying for Shudder and you're that into horror movies, okay, maybe you don't like subtitles. Why the fuck are you feel the need to write a review to tell people that you don't like subtitles? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. watch another fucking movie. I, I don't know. Humans are just disappointing. All the <laughs> Fucking you spent. The world's disappointing. spent money on Shudder to, because you presumably love horror movies. And now you're just mad because this horror movie is not from America. Yep. Fucking. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Everything. Just watch more horror movies. Watch more movies and subtitles. Shit's good. Speaking of which, Valentine's Day. I was sick as hell, but I watched Thirst. Thirst? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a Korean vampire movie directed by the man. The Man, The Myth, The Legend, Park Chan Wook, the guy that made Old Boy. Old Boy? Yeah, but a lot of people don't know. That he's got other movies that are um, No, nah, he only did the old boy. Just as good or better than <laughs> Old Boy. Check him out. Check out his entire filmography. Thirst is really good. It's really uh weird and erotic, which is um that that's that's mysties. <laughs> what are we watching next week? Next week we're watching the Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights got Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Red Fox, Red Fox, yeah, it's got everybody. I don't know. I'm excited to watch it again. I'll How shoot off, of Pinky Toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Marvel news. You ready? Nope. It's time for the Marvel news update. So we laugh about uh, Marvel shit. Uh, I saw today that um the cast of the Eternals cried when they filmed the scene <laughs> that was the first gay kiss in a Marvel movie. Oh, 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 oh Oh, Disney, you stalwart providers of the progressive, uh, meaningful, societal change. Thank you, corporate overlords, for saying it's okay for two people of the same sex or gender to kiss. That scene won't be shown in China. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's in the background, so it could be easily edited out in Russia and China. (laughs) (laughs) Make a few more fucking... Well, they cut off the kiss in the Star Wars kiss in China, right? That's what I remember. Yeah. Just yeah okay, like have people gay kissing and fucking have gay sex in the movie. Do something cool, but don't like hype it up beforehand. You know, <laughs> it's fucking a press release about the cast. All oh, the cast were so moved when we filmed the 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 gay kiss that's gonna be relegated to the background and edited out for an international release. Fucking moving, just real <laughs> shit from your great friends over here at Disney and Marvel. It's really we're gonna change the course of history with this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, what are you shit, excited that, This is the way corporations always talked about themselves. So, uh, what do you yeah, expect? Know, but, like, well, I'm just I'm here to clown on corporations. <laughs> I don't like them, <laughs> I don't like them. They're bad. So, yeah, that's Marvel news. Nothing new about that. <laughs> ah, shit I guess that's it. I don't know. Yeah, Harlem Knights, McVenture com I mean, VHSCult.com. Either one, you get that money. This is not a really a money making endeavor just yet, but <laughs> or at this rate it never will be. <laughs> I mean, it it can take years sometimes. Uh, I got we got an important message to get out there that I think the people need. <laughs> what is it? Because I don't know. <laughs> Marvel's bad. Eighties movies are usually also bad, <laughs> and um. I don't know. I'm willing to get my scrotum pierced. That's the big message of this episode. And I'm uh, willing to get my scrotum pierced, but not release a press release about gay kisses. I love gay kisses, but I don't care about Marvel and Disney doing gay kisses. I see gay kisses everywhere. I fucking love it. I don't want to see superheroes gay kissing. <laughs> because I don't want to see superheroes doing shit anymore. Unless it's a superhero actually doing a shit. (laughs) That's the movie I want to... Did you see the Batman uh, costume reveal or whatever? Thor's Wake. (laughs) 20 minutes of the Hulk taking a shit. (laughs) Did you see the Batman costume reveal? I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Oh, boy, they revealed his costume and they made it like a teaser. Good for them. Everything Everything must be promoted. (laughs) Um, I can't wait for Bernie Sanders to win. Speaking of us not being a money-making organization, we need to make enough money by the time the inauguration happens so that I can be in Washington, D.C. on the day of inauguration so I can see the first people be assassinated in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think is top of the list? Chris Matthews, of course. Um, (laughs) I don't think that you have any hope that Bernie Sanders is going to be present at this point. (laughs) He's going to do it. I'm feeling the burn. I have been consistently for a while, but I was being low-key about it until it looked like he might actually win, because I do not want to look like a fool. But now it looks like Bloomberg might be president. <laughs> <laughs> so I look like a fool anyways. Shit. God damn it. Now, uh, Bloomberg will probably be one of the first people to go on inauguration today. Nah, he's too rich. But money's not going to matter when Bernie Sanders is president. <laughs> okay. It's going to be like Venezuela. Yep. Just like we'll we elect win. Bernie, and then everything will change. It'll all be great, because that's that's how the uh, it works in America. We get a president, and he's a king. He does exactly <laughs> what he wants, and there's never any problems. You gotta try, fucking dumb people. You gotta try. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everybody being fucking stupid. Well, I mean, the whole point is just to can we move to the left slightly, please? No, we can't. <laughs> Please, can we try, please? A little bit, because even, I mean, Bernie Sanders is fucking a moderate, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, he's not. He's as far as like my political <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, compared to you. <laughs> so it's like, all right, come on. Come on, <laughs> get him in there. Eventually, we'll get to the left. Come on, we can do it. Eventually, you know, we can have a more equitable society, perhaps. Won't need the police anymore. It'll just be (laughs) local (laughs) militias. That's never caused any problems. Solidarity, man. (laughs) Yeah, this problem is most of my political beliefs uh, hedge on somehow us being able to change like the attitudes of (laughs) of society at large. Yeah, Yeah. I'm. Which I think is entirely possible, but it's like, oh, it's going to take a thousand years (laughs) of completely different, different society, Uh, different propaganda. I guess I don't know. Whatever. I guess this isn't a political podcast. It is a lot of the time. Movies are political. Art's inherently political. Well, politics is is, is everything. You know, I'm sick everything. of it. Uh, you know, Kyle. I just don't want any yeah. politics in my Star Trek. Whatever. That's enough. <laughs> enough <laughs> Star Trek that's talk. Some rambling shit, man. What a what an episode. Fucking episode 200. Right? Oh, well, I don't even know. I don't know. 70 episode. something. Fucking, we're doing it, man. It's only been, like, it hasn't even been two years yet. But now's the time. Everyone who has a podcast is, like, short, fat, and dresses bad. Yeah. That's me not want to have a podcast anymore. (laughs) Because you're going to turn into a short, fat, bald guy who dresses bad? Yeah, it's like, my hairline is going to start receding, (laughs) and, like, I'm just going to get shorter and fatter, and, like, I have to start dressing like... Like uh, fucking my dad, because <laughs> that's what every podcast. I don't know. Kinda, is I'm, like. I've been looking at New Balances. They uh, they have uh, double wide shoes, which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> we are gonna get the New Balance Dad tones. Gonna be awesome. Oh, we got the, oh fucking the new Dad series is coming out. You can get them in uh, um, grass stained green, <laughs> 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 worn out toes. Hell yeah, get some New Balances. I mean, man, combat boots forever. Different kinds of boots. Forever. I can do balance combat boots. They got them. Are uh, they going to? I fucking I need them. I can't be wearing boots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, my back, my toes, my knees, my toeses. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking, uh, let's get that money though. Plant your seeds. Let it grow. We'll watch more movies. We'll talk about them. We'll ramble about politics. I'll try to instigate fights with everyone. Apparently, I don't respect anyone or believe anything. I don't know. Every time I do this podcast, I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck? I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everyone and everything. I yeah. think everything is stupid. <laughs> when I edit it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense, Kyle. You're right, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. AdventureProductions.com, VHSCult.com. Follow us on Twitter. Rate and review. Try to help us get that Spotify contract. Um, I'm going to get my scrotum pierced gonna fight chop a trap house Gonna fight pod save america i'll fight them all at you the know, same time line them up i don't know cage I don't, match i don't know if my cardio is good enough for that but um yeah cage match i'll just have to take some breaks it's a fall brawl i'll be like, games um, it's gonna be like the super backstage super bowl pictures from like the first couple ones where they're smoking cigarettes drinking <laughs> coffee at halftime <laughs> I'll be me. It's like, all right, I gotta take a break. You'll be you like, know. uh, what's a ninety-three year Royal Rumble? You'll be Ric Flair out there. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Style and profile, Style profile. Hell yeah! That I mean, I do not like Ric Flair when I was a kid because he was old and had um. He was a bad guy, but but um, I get it now. You go back and watch old Ric Flair stuff. Well, yeah, because he was also heel too. So when you're kid, you're like, uh don't. How dare you say that to Macho Man? But no, he's out there selling profile. Yeah, but now I'm like, I get it. I hate him. I still hate him a little bit because just like, oh, he's uh, promoting like wealth, excellence, that shit. But then I also like, I know you're really just a cracker hillbilly who didn't have any money. <laughs> I feel you need your boy. He did... um whip his dick out a lot, though, so that yeah, sucks. sucks. Well, that's wrestling in the 80s for you. Yeah. And the 70s. And the 90s. And the odds. Woo! Woo! need to watch some wrestling shit again. Oh, WrestleMania is coming up. We'll do something. Keep silent profiling on 2020. And, uh, sound profile all the way to my DMs if you can pierce my scrotum or if you got good night pics. That's right, I'm Lushers. Woo! 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 Woo!